Welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast, a production from Empowering Pumps and Equipment as the voice of the pump and related equipment industry. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 103 of the Empowering Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Matthews, joined by my co-host, Bethany Womack. Hey, Charlie. So glad to have you back on the podcast this week. Big thanks to Becca last week for filling in. And thank you to all of you that are here listening to this podcast. Thank you for choosing us like you do every Monday. And do us a favor and leave us a rating and review because that really helps us show up for other podcast listeners. And just like every week, we're going to cover social media, preview the news, and then we have a wonderful industry interview for you today. But Charlie, you've been out a couple weeks. How have you been? Um, well, I'm recovering, uh, which is great. Um, yes, the the COVID hit our house, and that was all fun. I'm sure many of you are dealing with that as well. So what I did was I just did a reset. And so for me, it was reposting one of Bethany's amazing photos. I loved that post. I was like, yeah. I understand what she's doing here. Reset. I can get behind this. <laughs> yes. Okay. And so, you know, it's been, that's good. I feel better. Everything's good. Uh, back to work. Um, but on a personal note, uh, we went to Andrew's basketball. He's a middle school basketball player. So I think we've talked about him enough on here that you might know him. Uh, but he was, you know, playing for the championship is this, this week. So they won last night. It was high energy. Bethany, it was the team that beat us while you were here, and we came back and and just like by twenty points he, they they won. So it was it was wonderful. And this weekend we will be playing them again, or not them, but another team. And so y'all be wishing you know Andrew some good luck there. And that's awesome. That that made me feel like I was back to normal yeah. going to a basketball game. So yeah, yeah. what about you? I'm doing, I'm doing okay. Uh, the boys have been a little sick, so we've been home, but but we're powering through. And one really fun thing that I did this week was the new season of the Empowering Women podcast started this week. And so an episode came out on Wednesday with Cherie, is the, the woman who was interviewed, and she just had she was amazing. Y'all should definitely listen to it. She does a lot of leadership groups and development groups for her company as well as women in her company. And just the takeaways and the the learning that she talked about with Shannon was really good. And I really liked that episode. Yeah. And she was one of the uh, nominees too for Empowering Women really? Awards okay. last year too. So just an extra, you know, respect for this lady when other people yes. send in nominations for. Uh, so yeah, check her out. I love... Well, I love Shannon and everything that she's doing with the podcast, but um, she really has found some amazing people there too. So wonderful. Well, And a lot of it, uh, Shannon has gone through those development programs, which just even gave me an even bigger respect for Shannon and all of the business acumen she's developed over the past few years, just since we've known her, I think. And uh, hearing her just grow with all the interviews she does is so fun too. Definitely check it out. I'll put the link in our show notes for everyone. And a couple announcements right at the top. The Sustainability Summit is coming up on Valentine's Day. It's because we love you. That's why. And we love sustainability. Yes. <laughs> so live on February 14th, you can join in, ask questions to the people that are giving the presentations. It'll also be available on demand afterwards. There are still some sponsorship options for this summit. So email Vince. He'd love to talk to you about it. For sure. Okay. I'd like to tell y'all about the digital magazine. It came out Monday. I'm so thankful it came out Monday. We got it done, everybody. Thanks. Really, Charlie, you put in a huge effort there over the weekend getting everything done. So yeah, I I loved it. I I think it's a really great feature. We'll go into that, but let me tell you a couple things that I really like. Of course, my letter to everyone, uh, but that's because I get feedback from that. And Andy Martin said something about it. um, and, And I got to showcase community. And I really think that over the last couple of years, I've really felt our community uh, just love on me personally, but also just come together. and, And I think that that's what you'll see from us, you know, looking back for 10 years and seeing, you know, how far I've grown and how, how much knowledge I've received over the last 10 years that I can share with the community. There was some throwback pictures in there that I really appreciated. Yes. And, you know, and it just makes me know that 
I know these people out there yeah. that I can get you in touch with too. So that makes me happy. Uh, so yes. I, that doesn't mean that you can't connect me with someone new. I love to learn about new people as well. <laughs> Speaking of new things, the cover story talks about the evolution of digital turbo machinery design uh, written by Michelle Seagrass and Ralph Peter Mueller from CF Turbo, great partner of ours. And they have been cranking out the content to educate yeah. everyone. So take a look at that. The Day in the Life with Stephanie Hadachek. You are amazing, first of all. Uh, if, I know she, she might be listening to this. She's the inside sales rep for Steel Dynamics, uh, and that's in Texas. Okay, shout out Texas. But she's uh, In somewhere called Stinton, or Stinton, Texas. I need to look at that on a map, y'all. Uh, I know a lot of small towns in Texas don't really have a good idea where that is in Texas. Well, I'm just I'm just thinking that she could take over all of Texas. She could. With she really husband. could. Yeah. So she's doing a lot with women in industry there locally, which, you know, that is so inspiring from looking at the women that come to our conference and they go into their towns, into their companies uh, and share this message. Um, and she she's definitely got that sales side of her recruiting people, getting sponsors. So I love that. Preview for AHR is the next thing. Um, these videos that Rebecca is doing with our partners telling, okay, what is it that they will be displaying at AHR? Why are they and what are they doing that's going to make the world better, which I loved. Yeah. Uh, and so check that out. It's on YouTube, but also in the digital magazine, we make it really easy for you. And then one of our favorite sections, the knowledge shared section, uh, this is where you learn about from industry experts, um, this time about noise and vibration and HVAC, uh, plumbing and piping systems. To note, we have HJ in there with circular economy. Love that article and just what it stands for. Ties back to the sustainability summit that we're going to have. He will be presenting there as well. It's like you've thought all of these things through. You know, I mean, I may be a little strategic. I don't know. So proud of you. <laughs> yeah. And okay, the last thing I'll mention is the Fluid Ceiling Association has an article in this is issue, and it really makes me happy because you know how much I love them, uh, but sharing that knowledge and, and really working with their members uh, to do that on a regular basis in our digital magazine. So more to come from them in the future, but yeah, that gives you a quick overview to look at in our di digital magazine. Yeah, I think it's a great... Uh, piece to sit down during your lunch hour or just set aside some time at work to get caught up on the industry and what's going on and the hot topics that you need to know. But the cool thing that we've been talking about with this with this new digital edition is that we have a new viewing platform, I guess you would call it that, for our digital magazine to make it even easier for you, the reader, to find ways to read it. So you, when you click on it and you get to the magazine, you can view it in the traditional magazine layout. So you're viewing it digitally, looks like a magazine, looks like a spread. You flip through. Uh, it has links that'll take you to where you want to go in the magazine, take you outside of the magazine, to the internet, What that why wild thing where people put links. Um, but there's also now a new viewing option where you can view all of the content where it's easier, really, I think, for mobile use, where everything looks like a thumbnail. It's kind of like you're scrolling through an app and you can sort by different, you can sort by what kind of content you want to see. So you could check out all our podcasts. You could check out all our YouTube videos. You could look yeah. at all the advertisers and give them some love because they're the reason that we get to put this document out for you, the public, to read. All of our knowledge shared together. Yeah. Well, I was going to just say, uh, Bethany, you know, we've been talking a lot about social media and mm -hmm. how much time people spend on uh, their phones, the, you know, yeah. and, you know, trying to read a traditional digital magazine or magazine itself, um, you know, on your phone is really challenging. And yes. so this gives you a way to do that. And so you're just able to read these articles really easily. And, you know, that's the point that we want is to make sure. I mean, we have a lot of creative, beautiful images and advertising yes. in the magazine that we want to show you too. But when it gets down to like reading the article, just click over to that content view. It makes it so much easier. Yes. It's great. Let us know that you've read it. There's a link in the show notes where you can get to it. There's a link on all of our social media right now. We're, we're pushing it really hard to make sure that all of you see the interesting content that's there. And I think that it's time to get social.
This is where we're going to fill you in on some kind of trend or tell you what's happening in social media, something you need to know. Yeah. And we're going to start uh, with our new feature, right? It's a weekly feature, Manufacturing Monday. And this week, our first manufacturer, well, I guess this manufacturer is going to be A.W. Chesterton Company. Uh, love them as a partner. They've been giving me some personal sh- shout out and love l- lately, uh, so I really appreciate them. They are a leading provider in fluid sealing solutions for rotating stationary and fluid power equipment. Uh, the company also produces industrial grade coatings for metals and concrete protection and repair, as well as a full range of lubricants and MRO products. Something that you may not know. So I just want to highlight that one more time. They do have additional advanced lubricants and MRO products. Uh, the business has been, well, it's been in business since 1884. Chesterton wow. <laughs> is an amazing company. I mean, we've had Steve on here that kind of talks about his background and love for coatings. Um, and this is why. And so, you know, just take a look at Chesterton, visit our website. Well, you know, have the link there, but they're also super active on social as well. So take a look at them. Um, it's wonderful to have customers like this we can brag on. Yeah. Check out last week's episode. If you didn't, we had a couple of people from AW Chesterton on with the Fluid Sealing Association, added a lot of great insight to that conversation on PFAS. And Rod Fassard, always a huge fan, I feel like, the podcast and our mission here at Empowering Pumps. So I'm really happy to highlight this company this week for Manufacturing Monday. Love it. Okay. So we do want to invite you to our virtual meetups. The next ones will be for Empowering Women is Wednesday, February 9th. It's every second Wednesday at 11 a.m. Central Time. And we are going to be starting a book review of Gail Rudolph's book, Power Up, Power Down. Gail Rudolph has been a speaker at all of our Empowering Women events, I think, and will also be in Tuscaloosa, right, for the Empowering yes. Women locally. Uh, she wrote a book. We'll have the link to that in the show notes. We're going to start that book review uh, on that next call. Be great. And then the Empowering Brands meetup is every third Tuesday, which will be February 15th. And it's going to be at 10 a.m. New time, 10 a.m. Well, not new. We've done it at once. Yes, but we had a couple of people forget. So yes. <laughs> new time, everybody. Yeah, at 10 a.m. in the morning, Central Time. So pre-register, get sent the Zoom link, be there, turn your camera on, say hi. It's a good time. Yes. Uh, Also, we really want to stay connected with you. So mention us at Empowering Pumps using the hashtag Empowering Industry Podcast. Uh, I have a lot of shout outs. Uh, I'll just put them all into a group, though. There were 34 people who participated in my LinkedIn poll about podcasts. I asked them who listened to it. Um, And so that was really fun to see, you know, who is a definite yes. Yes, I love it. Um, Some that's like, okay, one was me out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Can I like my own poll? I'm not sure. Spoiler. I listen to our own podcast people. (laughs) I do. I listen to it um, every Monday. I love it. Okay. So um, John Molly, though, he did write a comment below. Uh, He has been listening to it. Uh, you know, on his commute. And so now he's at hybrid and he's having a little less time in the car. And so he's, you know, catching up uh, or was able to catch up on a f- several episodes last week. And um, he just mentioned it. So I can, I can relate to that. I, d- I do that from time to time w- with my long list of podcasts that I listen to now. And you know, it's funny, we can see the stats and every now and then I see like, just 10 episodes that are old episodes that have several listens to it. I'm like, somebody somebody was playing some catch-up somewhere. I like this. I like this. Here we go. That's right. I'm, <laughs> I'm here for this. Yes. Okay. Also, I just got uh, a mention just personally for the U.S. Manufacturing Hour meetup. Um, and I just wanted to kind of bring y'all's attention to that because they're great. I know they've mentioned a lot of things um, that we are doing with empowering pumps and equipment. And so check that out if you haven't. Um, U.S. Manufacturer. USA MFG hour. Um, and th- they're wonderful, but now this is a meetup, so it'll be fun. You know, January 25th is when that's happening. That's awesome. So this week I am doing social listening for our team. We kind of rotate that around the people, uh, that work on our team. And so I made sure to check out the hashtag empowering industry podcast. Thank you for those of you that use it. And I wanted to give a special shout out to Proco Products, who shared our last episode because their VP of sales was 
on the call with the Fluid Ceiling Association. They shared it. And then Mike Schwartz had a great comment and said he really liked the interview and learned a lot from it on there. He's also been a previous guest on the podcast, so we love Mike Schwartz. Um, But I just wanted to say thank you to the two of y'all for sharing us and giving us a shout out. And uh, VP that I think you're talking about is Rob Coffey. Thank uh, you. Also in last episode's FS, uh, Fluid Ceiling Association yes. call. So Sorry, there was too many. There was like Rob's, Ron's. And it, yes. like, I, got, I got nervous that I was going to say his name wrong. So thank yeah. you. That, that's okay. I called him Robert. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, we love, the, we love Rob. And, uh, you know, they're like yes. part of our family. So, okay. Back to you. Yes. Okay. So our main topic that we're going to talk about today for social media, let's get social, is our commitments for 2022. It's going to be our final segment in the social media statistics series that we've just done. So first, we covered all the numbers from 2021, found out millions of people like to do social media, shocker. Um, And then we talked about what you do with that information. Uh, So what the implications from that are. And then now I want to talk about what I'm taking from that information and what I'm going to commit to for 2022. I love it. Okay. So I'll do the recap. Billions of people (laughs) are on social media platforms. Uh, Our takeaway from all of these stats though are, uh, you know, number one, we are you got to go mobile. Okay. You got to think about mobile. Everybody's on their phone, looking at their social media, um, looking at websites and our digital magazine on their yes. phone. Pat on the back to us. Yes. We thought about this way <laughs> yes. before. Okay. Yes. Uh, but so just keep that in mind, go mobile. Um, and so number two, embrace change. Now this could go <laughs> anywhere, but what we're yes. talking about here is TikTok, Instagram reels, um, any new social media platform that we've discussed that has billions and millions <laughs> and thousands, however you want to say it, which, yeah. depending on which platform, um, the people are there. So we're going to embrace that. And you should embrace that. Number three, lean on your advocates. We are one of your advocates. Empowering Pumps and Equipment is a media source that loves to talk about all of you. So let us know. Um, but there are many other advocates. So lean on those. And number four, commit to social listening. Uh, Bethany mentioned it earlier. We do that as our team. We share the responsibility. Um, and I think that that has really been a great effort for us uh, to do that. But it's important. So commit to that. Commit to listening and engaging on social media as well. Yeah. So the two big things that I've set out as goals for myself, commitments that I want to do for this year to make myself more knowledgeable for you, our listeners, and uh, build my personal brand uh, by by learning more is first. I'm almost embarrassed to say this. I don't have TikTok on my phone. And so I'm saying it kind of quiet because I'm worried Mark can hear me <laughs> and will make fun of me. I'm going to download TikTok, which I said this when we were talking last time. My, I have family members that I would have never guessed would have had a TikTok. My 50-year-old brother-in-law sends me TikTok videos. And it's a pain when people send me TikTok videos and I don't have the app. So mm-hmm. that's going to be my first. Download it. We're going to look for some industry-related content that I can- I've got some friends on TikTok. Thank I can you. send you. Yep. Uh, and then number two, I'm going to learn how to create reels. We, um, Mallory joined our team a few months back and she's wonderful and she's young and energetic and knows all these social media things and is creating these reels for us. And I'm like, wow, she's doing awesome things. I should learn how to create reels too. So thank you, Mallory, for inspiring me. But that's going to be on my list this year as well. Yes. And I love it. And I love how we've been making these commitments, not, you know, resolutions. These are goals, commitments to ourselves (laughs) that we can hold ourselves accountable to. But I, I'm going to use the latter to embracing, you know, change and, and you've, you've got that one. I'm yeah. going to watch for you to do this. Thank you. Uh, but then I'm going to lean on our, our advocates. We have a lot of advocates too. We have a lot of people um, in our community. So we're going to lean on them. Um, and then we're going to love on our community too. So doing some of that social listening um, and just engaging and building ways that we can just get together as a community more. So you'll hear that. I started the year in my digital yeah. magazine letter with community. So we're going to do that. And you'll see a lot more you know, from us in that area, I guess. Yeah, I'm here for it. And we share these with you, our listener, because 
we also think it's a good idea for you to think about how you can build your personal brand on social media and how you can build your company brand on social media. And making these commitments is one way to do that. So let us know what your commitments are. And it can it can be it could be a lot of things. Here are some examples. You could set a time to participate to actively socially listen. You know, leaving comments on people that have commented on you, adding your top followers, those kind of things. Doesn't have to be a long time. Oh, time every week that's on your calendar that that's what you're doing. You could find an advocate who will share your content. Charlie mentioned <laughs> empowering pumps and equipment is very good at that. Um, but just building that network of people that will share your content. Um, which leads me to my last idea that I think would be great for people is to create user-generated content contests. Any way to encourage user-generated content shared for you is wonderful. Let us know what your commitment is. Tag us so we can give you a shout out next week. And people love contests, so yeah. just try it out. <laughs> you, they'll, yeah. they'll prove it to you, I promise. Yes. But really, y'all, start small. Make a small commitment to yourself, five minutes a day if you're doing the, the listening. And, and go, you know, you can grow from there. Anytime you, you know, accomplish a goal, you get this little positive energy, and it pushes you to do more. So um, start small is my recommendation. I love it. Okay, now we're going to move into the news. This is where we're going to preview the news coming out for you on the Empowering Pumps and Equipment newsletter this week. That comes to your email inbox twice a week. Check it out. Here's a little preview for you. Okay, from SEPCO. This is an event. It is the importance of coaching and mentoring in the reliability journey. So excited about this one. I am going to register. Just the name itself got my attention. But it's February 22nd. It's 11 a.m. Hopefully that's not a Tuesday. Um, (laughs) Okay. Well, it's not the Tuesday that our event is scheduled for, so we're good. (laughs) Okay. So February 22nd, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. We're going to talk about the differences between coaching and mentoring, uh, why they are important, especially in the reliability journey, what some of the benefits are, um, should you see coaching or mentoring. And then Joe Anderson, the chief operating officer for Reliability X, uh, he's going to bring some of the clarity between the two functions, share some insights with us and his experiences, and just share his wisdom on this topic of coaching and mentoring. So you can register for this today. It's live, ready to go. Uh, I'll be registering. Looking forward to learning from Joe. Um, and thank you, Sepco, for bringing this mentoring and coaching to our reliability and maintenance world. I love it. Sepco is one of our new partners this year. Yes. We've worked with them for a while and we're happy to have them on as a partner now. Uh, I always love seeing Sepco at the trade shows. Whenever we go, they're always a friendly booth and happy to see us. Yeah. And Lori's going to come to Alabama uh, for awesome. empowering women locally. Yeah. So you'll see her again there too. So they're just you know, great partners. Yes. Okay. The story I'm going to share for you comes from our partner, Solzer, and it's titled New Parts for Legacy Turbo Machinery. It's all about when you're at the repair stage in the equipment life cycle and how repairing old turbo machinery, or they call it legacy, which sounds a little nicer, by using new materials or additives that weren't used when it was originally created. So this additive manufacturing materials can actually reduce repair time and extend the turbine service life. So historically, one of the kind of bigger problems in servicing these legacy machines is that there's extensive downtime because the OEM is no longer functioning. They can't come in and get you that new part. And so a service provider like Solzer has to go in and reverse engineer how to make that specific part, how to fix it. Um, But by using these new materials and new techniques, Solzer has been able to uh, produce parts in even smaller quantities or shorter amount of time. The article does a great job of walking you through the benefits and some of the examples. One of them they use is gas turbine airfoils, and they go in-depth on qualifying new materials and precision engineering and long-term solutions for finding what's best for you. So really cool article, I yeah, and, and Salter has been doing some really amazing content creation and distribution. So this is just one of many. And once you get to the site, check out their other articles as well. Um, yeah, great news today. 
We're here for it. Okay, now into our favorite segment, the industry interview. We have a fun guest that Charlie and I both love this week. Charlie, why don't you introduce her for us? Yes, it is Yolanda Kokai. She is the Senior Director of Marketing and Communications for Mueller. Uh, She graduated from the University of Texas in Arlington. Yolanda also has a Bachelor of Arts um, for in mass communications uh, and a specialist in broadcast journalism, which is kind of the reason there's a lot of reasons why we love her, but that's an extra reason. You can tell. You can tell. She's so poised under pressure anytime she's delivering any content that I'm like, yes, I want to listen to what you have to say. I want to be able to talk the way that she she presents this. Uh, So B2B marketing communication, public relations. She's a fabulous marketer, passionate about brand advocacy. Um, and she, she's an advocate for in many different areas. Uh, she's a member of American Water Works Association, Empowering Women in Industry, uh, Manufacturing Alliance for um, Productivity and Innovation, so MAPI, um, and then Marketing Council for the U.S. Conference of Mayor's Water Council, which I need to look into. I haven't heard about that one. So excited about this interview to share with y'all. Awesome. Without further delay, here's your interview. Welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast. It's been so long since I've wanted to invite you and have you here on the podcast and joining me, but you know, I'm still stuck in Chicago with your presentation, which we will get into, but just let's, let's start by, you know, introducing yourself to the audience and we'll dive in from there. Sure. Thanks, Charlie. So I'm Yolanda Kokai. I am the Senior Director of Marketing and Communications at Mueller Water Products. And let me just say, I'm also excited to be here on the podcast. We, I'm still stuck in Chicago with you, to be honest. I mean, we had such an amazing time. And so thank you for, for doing that. And it was just, I really walked away feeling so empowered. And so I thank you and the team for, for doing that for us. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, they haven't listened to the podcast, Yolanda, uh, but (laughs) we were at the Empowering Women in Industry Conference and you are a speaker and you talked about pivoting and I loved it. It was just, you know, we're going to talk about pivot and that was the, the title of it. That's what we talked about. But tell us a little bit about your presentation, but also how that applies to what you're doing today for Mueller. Sure. So, yeah, I remember, Charlie, we were in discussions about what I was going to talk about. And I remember you and the empowering team were emailing me and saying, well, you know, you said that you were going to talk about pivot, but, you know, is there anything else you want to add on? And after I thought about it, I said, nope, it's just that. And so but that that presentation was really focused on the challenges that we had been through as a planet, as humans, you know, uh, over the past, you know, 18 months with the COVID crisis. And then also just, you know, thinking through and thinking about how even within the context of everyday life, that people face challenges in that sometimes we get stuck in a place and we feel like we're sort of boxed in and we don't exactly know how to get out of that. And so, you know, that presentation really focused on um, I was a basketball player and I, I shared with the, with the audience there that I've been playing basketball since I was in third grade. I played all the way through high school. And one of the things that I learned, you know, as a point guard particularly was the art of the pivot. Because sometimes, you know, you're dribbling the ball down the court. Everything might be fine until you cross the center line. Then the, the defenders come at you, right? And you've got to get out of that because your goal and your point as a point guard is to get the ball to someone else, to score the basket, right, to be successful. And so in life, when I really thought about that and how that was really applicable, not only to our lives, you know, the all of us all over the planet who were dealing with COVID and just a crisis that literally came out of nowhere and so unexpected, but just everyday life is I wanted to share this art of the pivot. Not everyone played sports. Um, I love sports, but you know, it was just that the, the art of it of just saying in a moment when you either you stopped or you've been stopped by a defender 
or something that's coming against you. How do you now navigate that? What do you do? And so sharing with them that in basketball, when you stop, you know, you plant one foot and then you turn and look around. And when you do that, what that allows you to do is see pathways forward that you may not see when you're just stuck in one place and when you're just looking straight ahead. And so it was that, you know, that I really wanted to share with the audience. Um, I got some really good feedback from, you know, from, from the audience members there. And, you know, I think, again, that's something that in life, it's whether it's a you know, someone's dealing with a health issue or, you know, problems at home or, you know, a divorce or, you know, challenges at work, whatever that is, just having that little tidbit, I think, of information and knowledge, knowing that you just got to stop and ground yourself, plant that one foot, so plant yourself and then just start looking around. And I think that's, that's an important lesson that we can all learn from. Yeah, it was so good and so timely and just perfect because, well, as a player, I know the pivot and you are, you're kind (laughs) of under stress, if you will, and you have to kind of, you know, gather yourself and then look at the other directions uh, so that you can get around that trouble. And so I, I definitely loved it. But I also can see even if you didn't play sports, like you said, that it's just taking that time to center yourself and focus is really the the point. And there's so many options out there once you do that and you're not, you know, focusing on the obstacle that's right in front of you uh, and looking for other solutions. So thank you for, for that. Then I know you touched a lot of lives there and then now on the podcast. I am curious, though, now that you've shared that you're uh, a basketball player, that's got a little history, but insight into how you got into the industry. It's always fascinating for me to kind of learn somebody's story about how they got into this. Uh, we'll call it water industry for you, but so much yeah. more. So it's interesting. I have been in the water industry for four years now. I started out, I have a degree in broadcast journalism. I started out in local network television was my internship and my first job. And then I sort of just, um, you know, corporate marketing fell into my lap. I literally met Uh, a vice president of a software company at some event. I really don't even remember exactly what the event was for. And he, we just had a conversation and he, he said, wow, I think you'd be really great at marketing. And so I said, okay, you know, great. And then, you know, he contacted me and said, you know, Hey, why don't you come and work for us, you know, in marketing? And I thought, well, this is interesting. And so, you know, again, wow, just now a moment of pivot. My my plan, my life plan was to go on and, you know, I was going to be, and I'm going to date myself here, but I wanted to be the next Katie Couric, mm-hmm. um, you know, but I didn't want to live in New York. That was the irony of it all, right? The largest uh, media market. That's right. But, but in that moment, you know, my consideration after I thought about it, I did make a pivot um, from working in television news to corporate marketing. And so my journey was really um, began in with a software technology company. I did that for a really long time. And then four years ago, I got this opportunity uh, with Mueller through a former colleague of mine whose um, sister-in-law worked at Mueller and she was the head of HR and they were looking for a director of corporate communications. And the sister-in-laws were talking and, you know, she said, well, do you know anybody? And she said, well, I know Yolanda, but I don't think she's looking, you know. So again, importance of relationships, you yes, know, I absolutely. think that, right. Um, because I wasn't looking and I hadn't even talked to that former colleague in probably two or three years at that point. But anyway, after I, you know, had some conversations and I learned about Mueller, I didn't know. I'd never heard of them before, you know, coming to work for them. And I thought, wow, this is really amazing. And, you know, people, when they hear me or when they meet me, they can see that I'm, I'm, I'm an extrovert and I'm generally passionate about things. And I remember just feeling like my entire life, I have felt just like, wow, I am so blessed because I know that not a lot of everyone doesn't get to do what they love every day. And I've been very fortunate to be able to do what I love every day since I've been a professional. But when I looked at Mueller and I saw, you know, the the mission and the work that that we do of delivering clean, safe drinking water to populations all over the planet, 
I thought, man, I mean, this would be awesome. Like, I, I believe that at the time, you know, when this call from Mueller came, I was working for a company that did e-commerce technology and fulfillment. And I thought, you know, as important as it is for people to get their packages on time, particularly those Christmas packages, yes. but working in an industry, you know, helping to deliver the one thing that is most important to sustaining human life was just a call that I wanted to take. I know, right? It's that, like, how fortunate are we? So, uh, so yeah, so that's how I sort of got into it. And, and I've been here four years. I love it. We've got such a great team. Um, everyone in this industry, when you really think about it, the work that they're doing, like, I don't know how you could not come to work and be excited and walk away and feel good. Because again, for me, the way I've contextualized it is that, you know, nothing is more important. Like there are a lot of things, most things on that we have access to, you know, um, we, humans can live without. They're all conveniences, but water is not one of those. Like you've got to have water. And so being able to deliver that, um, you know, to, to populations is just something that is just so great. So I'm really, I'm, I'm blessed to be here and, and I love my work. That was wonderful. Yeah, it made, it made me think of the line with Matt Damon, who says, you know, that you know, how fortunate are we that we get to help solve this problem of, you know, water scarcity. And um, I think it's amazing to, like you said, come to work and, and work on this and know that you're making a difference in people's lives. And not just saying that, but really doing it and that's right. You know, I think that's what you get when you get into this industry. You haven't seen the equipment around you, maybe, and then your eyes are opened and you appreciate not only the equipment, but the people behind it doing the work and, and what all that entails. And, you know, I have to say that your background is remarkable. And I was so thankful when you said that you had had the background in um, television and reporting and especially, you know, when we were doing the virtual summit uh, or the virtual empowering women conference, I leaned on you because there's so much that goes into that. It's a very technical side that and knowledge that you have to have to produce something where you're not wasting a lot of time uh, that it, you know, looks well for everyone. And, I was super happy to have you on our steering committee during that time. Do you see some of that playing into your marketing and planning out like what you're going to do for Mueller in the marketing side and that background and technical expertise that, that you used in that? Absolutely. And that's a great question, Charlie. You know, one of the things that you and I've talked about, and I think in our industry as a whole, we, we're talking about is this, you know, I'm going to use the word again, pivot or shift to um, digitization for water. And so when we think about water, um, you know, yes, when as consumers, you know, we get the water through our tap, you know, we may buy bottled water. There's a whole process and back end that happens there. But for us, those of us who are manufacturers of, uh, you know, infrastructure products that support, you know, our, our nation and the globe's, you know, infrastructure, fire hydrants, you know, gate valves, all of those types of products you think that, well, that's sort of an old industry and how would a background in broadcast news, you know, sort of help me now as a marketing leader. But one of the things that we know that is happening and we're seeing this shift in the water industry is that moving forward now, you know, smart products are critically important. Water utilities need to access data. Um, with our aging infrastructure, there are, uh, let me say this, our products, infrastructure products are designed to last a really long time. There's a Mueller fire hydrant in my front yard that's older than I am. And I don't see it being needing to be replaced anytime soon. So that's by design. And, and we want our infrastructure products to last a long time. Um, but with the advent of technology and with the way people are now using and consuming, you know, water and water quality and all of these things that are critically important, water utilities now can leverage technology, smart technology. So we introduced a couple of years ago, a smart hydrant that, you know, can detect leaks that can monitor pressure, all of those types of things. When you look at the 
the solutions and the products. Now, as a marketer, my team and I have to take that information and we've got to bring it to the market, right? And so we know that as humans, we go to work and we need to get our information for the decisions that we need to make, those business decisions from somewhere. But we know that everybody works, as an example, on a computer. Or, you know, even utility workers out in the field, they have mobile devices or, or tablets or things like that. So there's not only the digitalization of water utilities where they are now, um, you know, implementing smart infrastructure products, but there's also for me as a marketing leader, how do you engage with them? How do you share Mueller's story? How do you launch new products? And so when I think about that, you know, um, in, in B2B marketing, you know, I think it's the, the latest statistic is 77% of people that are decision makers in B2B marketing say that things like video and, um, you know, email marketing are critically important and help them make their decisions. And so for my team and I, producing videos, you know, yeah. is something that we do more and more. Um, and so I rely on that technical knowledge that I learned back in, you know, TV land to, to, to now help me um, do a really good job for Mueller in engaging with our customers and prospects. Yeah. And I think it's important. You have to kind of be able to tell a story to someone when they're not in the room with you. Right. And, right. and that is a, a published piece and a produced piece, I guess. And you have to kind of think about that. How would that person take that in? Will will it really educate them in the way that they want to be educated? And so lots of data uh, and collection and finding out how people want to receive their information and where. And I just think it, it, it is it's a valuable tool uh, in your background that uh, will continue to serve you for sure. And marketing has just gotten digital, right? That's right. So I've, I've owned this company uh, 10 years this year. And that was, we set out to like teach people social media at the beginning. And so that just blows my mind to think about it now. And it's more about the strategy, right? You're creating things to send this out um, on all of the different platforms to reach your customers and what they need and providing feedback loops and that type of thing that is really important as, as part of that. You're also just a phenomenal community member. And I don't think that you can talk about Mueller without talking about community. I know that you have a strong community there at Mueller and kind of lean on each other. Um, what, I guess, are you still in Atlanta for one? Is, is that where you're residing? I'm still in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and, and so you are building this community there too. Um, how, how is that? I guess, what is that like for you to be, you know, in Atlanta, building a community around water and, and just these jobs in general for manufacturing. How, how does that tie into your everyday? You know, for me, it ties in. Um, it's it's my everyday work. So at Mueller, our, you know, charitable foundation, um, you know, I, um, I lead that um, for Mueller. Um, that's, you know, where we give to 501c3s, you know, that align with our mission of helping to deliver clean, safe drinking water. I was just reading, you know, something, an article that we're getting ready to publish in our customer newsletter. And we're going to share with them how we, you know, um, donated and supported the Dunwoody, which is a suburb here in the Atlanta area, um, nature center. And they um, engage the local community through volunteerism and education. And they do big projects like once a year in the spring, there's, there's this big cleanup of the Chattahoochee River that flows through the Atlanta area, um, you know, waterways and things like that. And so, you know, on the corporate communication side of my role, that's every day, you know, I think about it that way. You know, we've also, we're a founding member of the Water Tower at Gwinnett, um, that's just coming online here in the next couple of years. I'm so excited about that. Um, they're doing some great work. It's going to educate people, you know, about the importance of water, um, water quality, water safety, safety, even down to elementary school children. Um, and the, but they're also going to be, you know, working to educate and, and have programs for you know, um, water utility professionals. And so our support of that, you know, was, was very important to, to me and to Mueller, but, you know, the broader community of water, I mean, Mueller has been around since 1857. 
Um, you know, to my knowledge and what has been passed down to me is that as an example, Mueller was one of the founding corporate members of the American Waterworks Association, which we all know is, is probably our largest industry association. And so being involved in that, you know, we, we donate to, to the educational scholarship, uh, for AWWA and we get to give a really deserving, um, you know, um, college student, you know, a scholarship because they are committed to working in water. Um, you know, that's, that's, that's really important. And so, you know, Mueller's always been involved in community and building outside of our four walls. You know, we have locations around the globe, but we are committed to, you know, contributing um, where we live and where we work. And so it's been so exciting and so fulfilling, you know, for me as, as, as a professional to not only work for a company that, you know, again, we help deliver that water, but then we also look externally, how do we support and how do we, frankly, the way I sort of contextualize it is how do we, you know, do our part as a part of this industry, you know, to make sure that it's moving forward in the right direction. And so it's, it's, it's just exciting. Yeah. And I think that is so telling and just what we need to to do, right? We It starts locally. It starts with our families, this conversation um, about, uh, for, for us, it's reduce, reuse, recycle. You know, I right. remember that from a young kid. Uh, but it's, it's having those conversations and doing something, creating an action item that you do locally. And I think that that is the first step. And if everybody's taking care of their local environment, then we're, you know, we're in the right direction for one. And then what we can do as a, a collective, if every one of these communities are, are chipping in to help. So I just love that aspect. I, I know that you are a strong advocate in a lot of different areas, uh, one with empowering women in industry. And I've been really thankful to have you a part of the team. Uh, we've talked so many different uh, areas and I feel like I've grown um, a lot but what for you, empowering women in industry, what have you gotten out of being a part of that uh, organization and, and just where are you wanting to take that advocacy part? Yeah, um, you know, listen, I, I said that I walked away from from our conference, um, you know, a couple of months ago, just feeling empowered. And I did. But on a on a more global level you know, my work with you and the empowering women in industry team is something that I think is, it's beyond the right thing to do for me. It is, it has become, how do I help ensure that, you know, women, no matter what their industry is, how do I share those nuggets of information? Um, those, those, those tips, you know, that, um, that are important that can help someone in a moment in time where, you know, if we think about you and I just said, like you and I both played basketball, but not everybody did. I don't know that everyone knew about pivot right now. Listen, I'm a, I'm a huge friends, the sitcom fan. So I think everyone on the planet knows Ross's moment of trying to bring the couch up the stairs and pivot, yes. pivot, pivot. But this is a different kind of pivot. So maybe not everybody knew about that, but just having that knowledge and being able to share that of, listen, when you get in that moment, you can, all you got to do is just look around, right? You got to ground yourself and look around. And then, you know, just my learnings from other women that are part of the, of our, of our steering committee, uh, you know, that I meet through the events, you know, that, that you host have helped me to grow professionally um, and help me to think about things differently, you know, and one of the things that I really do love, um, you know, in Chicago, you know, um, I was able to, to, to sit with and talk with, you know, one of our competitors, you know, but in this moment, we're all focused on the same mission. And so for me, I'm, I'm excited and I'm always passionate about working in mission driven organizations, helping mission driven organizations, because at the end of the day, you know, nothing happens without sort of, you know, the human decision, the human engagement, right? That's what makes the world go round. Our relationships um, and us working together to make each other better. I completely agree. And I think that that is 
one of the reasons I love going to a conference because I also, even though we're putting it on, there are moments where I get to sit and learn from other people and it's, it's so empowering. And so I I love that. I'm going to let you have the last word here, Yolanda, and, you know, make sure that you tell people how to get in touch with you, but is there anything else that you want to leave our audience with? Yeah. You know, I would just like to, I'd like to take this moment. We're we're heading into the holidays. So first of all, happy holidays to everyone. But I just, I would like to share, you know, again, that there, there will be challenges regardless of what industry you're in, um, you know, whether it's work, whether it's personal, but remembering that in every situation, maybe you can't see the way out, but if you just ground yourself, and start to look around. There's probably somebody there waiting to help you out and, and and provide that path forward. So I just want to be encouraging this holiday season to everyone. I love it. Thank you so much, Yolanda. Thank and you, we Charlie. Will, we'll absolutely put all of your contact information in the show notes. And thanks for your time today. Thank you. And we're back. Charlie, thank you so much. And thank you, Yolanda, for coming on the show. I heard Yolanda give her presentation about pivoting at empowering women and hearing her recap it and and relate it to this industry, I felt was highly useful right now. (laughs) And I think it's really amazing. You know, we started off the segment talking about uh, Andrew and his basketball game. And then I could actually picture Yolanda with the basketball pose pivoting around. Yes. Uh, So it's amazing. Which, which if you couldn't picture that while you were listening to this interview, I think there's some pictures from Empowering Women. She was on stage actually showing us what a pivot is. And for you people out there that like sports, it was, it was fun and it was relatable and I understood it. And I was able to take that message and really think about where we are in the industry right now and where we are with COVID right now and all these different ways that these companies, these manufacturers are having to pivot to answer those questions. Yeah. Really good interview. Yeah. And it's so true. You just have to plant that foot and look a different way. (laughs) Positive. Okay. Where is the positive here? We can find it. So uh, anyway, this brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yes. Do us a favor, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, leave us five stars. We love to see it. Yes. And you can always reach us at Empowering Pumps using the hashtag Empowering Industry Podcast. You can email us and tell how amazing Jack's voice is on the podcast. He loves the podcast, okay? He loves water. He's been listening to me since the womb. So he's like, hey, Charlie. Hey, Charlie. Uh, Email us at, uh, what is it? Podcast at EmpoweringPumps.com. And we'll be back next Monday with a new episode. So until then, be empowering. This is where we're going to, you can hear me, right? I'm not muted. I can. Yes. I was just, I always want to dance when she plays this music and I'm like, is this a dance time? Are you okay with me dancing right now? I don't know. I muted a minute ago because the baby was crying. And then I'm like, she can't hear me. Okay. I can now hear the baby. Now we're going to move. <laughs> Perfect.